Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. In this episode, we speak with Brian McBride, an entrepreneur with a particular affinity for the sports technology field. He has been involved with the creation, growth, and sale of multiple sports-related companies in the last 10 years. He talks about the advancements and opportunities brought by new technologies from a media perspective, as well as the evolving and expanding sports industry as a whole. Remember to check out our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Enjoy! So, Brian, could you just uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what your your career in, in the sports field? Sure. I started off in sports in 1992, uh, working for Gary Bettman at the National Hockey League, where I was vice president of business development, and worked there for, uh, for about nine years and had a great run at the NHL as vice president of business development. I oversaw all new ideas that came into the NHL and really helped build the muscles that I still use today, which is to vet ideas and uh, figure out where to allocate resources. Uh, from there, I jumped out in 2000 and have been lucky enough to, as an entrepreneur and investor, been able to build and sell four companies in the last uh, 11 or so years, uh, all, in the, all in the digital sports space, uh, where there's, we, we've been able to see a lot of deal flow and to find a lot of opportunities that, that um, have been uh, disruptive in the, in the digital sports world. So we're finding more and looking forward to doing more. Okay, so what do you see today? How does... What's the what's the environment of kind of how does sports relate to media and what are what are some trends that you've been seeing over the last few years? Sure, sure, it's a great question. Um, there is a you know, since I've been doing this, I've been doing this almost twenty years, uh, and, and it's been a story of windows. When you know, in in um, the early early uh, part of um, the nineteen nineties, when the when excuse me, in, in the early part of this decade, when the window closed, you know, there wasn't just wasn't a lot going on. There's not much you could do. But but in, in between, there's been unbelievable windows, been really great windows to innovate. And in that, we've sold companies to Sports Illustrated and to built sold companies to Sports Illustrated and ESPN and and others. But the window that we're in right now is uh, like nothing I've ever seen. You have a you have a, a convergence of local, of social, of mobile, of video, all hitting at once, all fueled by the app ecosystem. There's more people building small companies that, you know, some of which will, will grow into very large, important companies out of the app ecosystem that I, I think are going to change everything. And sport, as it has always been, is just a terrific proving ground uh, and a great validation forum for, for innovation in that people consume sports voraciously. They pay for sport uh, across the globe. It transcends race, religion, country, um, so, so I, I think this is the best time I've ever seen to be building uh, to be building sports technology. What uh, what originally drew you to the, the sports aspect of, of what you do? Why why have you chosen to be involved with sport related projects over the last sure, uh, sure, few sure. years? Well, I, I was um, you know my my mom and dad uh, made it very clear to me you know do what you love and and I, I've always been I participated in sports my whole will continue to participate in sports my whole life. And it's what I'm passionate about. And I, like, you know, like most people, you know, you, I think that, you know, when you're passionate about something, you have a better chance of success. I, I imagine that the momentum only grew as you as you started one sport project and, and carried on. And I guess now we're in the boom of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, a little, uh, we've been lucky enough to have, have a little bit of success. And we're, uh, we're lucky enough to have some wonderful investors who put their faith and trust in us in the sports technology vertical. And, um, you know, when you, when you do, uh, do well on a few deals, um, it attracts other people who show interest. And we, we try to attract people who, 
uh, are long-term and who will withstand the inevitable, uh, you know, hard days that, that occur and, and uh, deals that don't work like you want them to. They all don't. But, but, uh, but also are um, enthusiastic and as passionate about, about this vertical as we are and about, you know, innovating here. The sports world is, is one that is traditionally been, uh, we break into two categories, above the line, which is pro college and Olympics, and below the line, which is all the participatory, recreational, casual people participating in sport. And we think that below the line, there is this incredible opportunity that is untapped because so much attention goes to uh, the pursuits of the pros, the collegians, and the Olympians. Do you think the below the line, do you think that's increasing, or have you seen that increase over the last few years? Exploding. It's exploding. Yeah. Um, yeah people, in a, and I'm talking right now purely from a at least in, in what, the way we look at it, we look at it from a media perspective and from a, a, a digital media perspective. People are, on a long-tail basis, people are um, interested in seeing you know, their, pro, their pro teams and their Olympians and their collegians, but they're particularly interested in the technology as such that it's allowing people to consume media, again, on a long-tail basis. And for that grandmother across the country, to be able to, across the United States or in England or wherever, to be able to watch her grandson play. That, that video may not be very important to many people, but to that grandmother who is in a different locale than, than that game, it's very important. So mm-hmm. there's opportunities, and that's just a late example, but there's opportunities like that that, that, are, that are popping up all over the place that, that are making the world smaller and that are satisfying consumers' um, demand for, for micro-content, if you will, user-generated content that they can consume anytime, anywhere, on any device. So with this explosion of new technology, I think it seems like something new is coming out every week or every month. How do you keep up with identifying what people are ready for or what people really want in sharing their sports stories across different platforms or trying to keep up with their, their kids' activities? Yeah, we, we, we see um, we see a lot of deal flow. We've been fortunate enough to work with some very big brands you know, who have their finger on the pulse. We've, they've they've engaged us to help them be disruptive in the sports world. And, and it's just that we've been at it a long time. You know, we we started thinking about these things ten, eleven years ago. So I'm either Don Quixote chasing windmills, or uh, I'm ahead, and hopefully we'll. Uh, will be the first to, uh, to find some, uh, some, some really interesting opportunities. So we just, we just talk to a lot of people. We read a lot. We, uh, we just follow every we – take, we take ideas that are, that are playing out in other verticals, and we think hard about how they may apply with sports as, as uh, an early validator and an early revenue uh, model. Again, early, uh, early revenue model validator. That's what we're really looking for. Work and work and work here against lots of people with voracious appetites because, uh, as, as I mentioned, sports is, uh, is fairly universal. I, I guess the trick is to figure out what the consumer wants before they figure that out. <laughs> uh, it's it's Steve the... Jobs. Steve Jobs famously said, if, if people ask Henry Ford for better mode of transportation, uh, if, you see, if, if Henry Ford had asked people what they want as a better mode of transportation, they would have said faster horses. That's not what, you know, he had to think in a very different way and about a different paradigm. Steve Jobs was right on the money, and, and it takes, you know, real insight and real guts and real courage to, to get a sense as to what people want. You know, he had one of the most finely tuned senses of that, which made him, you know, the, the legendary figure that he became. But, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, smaller players like myself who are constantly looking, trying to see around the corner, trying to get that, that little bit of information that'll, um, that you can test and you can validate, you can figure out a way to fail fast, 
get people exactly what they want in a, in a uh, package that is that is uh, wonderful to them. Do you think there's one sport that is really adapting to technology better than others, or is it kind of just across the board or with dem- different demographics? Yeah, I, I think it's across the board. Um, I, I really do think it's across the board, and I think that, um, um, you know, I, I think that the... There's one area that I think is, is surging. It, it is the participatory um, kids' sports, adult sports. You know that while while there are there are serious um, there are serious obesity issues and, and activity issues. That, you know around you know in, in developed countries around the world. Um, there's also there's also a lot of people who are, are playing playing again and doing things again, participating again. That, that could be walking, anywhere from walking to golfing to that, you know, to that athlete who is playing pickup basketball or flag football in, in their 30s or 40s or 50s even, or playing ice hockey. But they're, they're doing it in record numbers. Because, I mean, you know, what we're, what we're after, long story short, is, you know, a good friend of mine said to me once, whoever f- figures out how to make it pure again, get people to you know, participate in sport for the reasons they first started when they were a little kid. That's the gold. And that gold is found in the participatory, in the participatory ranks where people, you know, you know I, I love to go play ice hockey with my friends or coach because it's pure, because it's a, it's a release or to go skiing. You're, you're nowhere but there. So to figure out a way to harness that, that and technology to make that, even more fun for you to participate as others are doing it or to be involved as others are doing it um, or to aid you in your pursuit of it. I mean, that, that's, that's, the, that's, where, that's the nexus we're looking for. Okay, so w- over, you've obviously worked with a bunch of different projects. What have been some of the, the biggest challenges or hurdles that you've kind of overcome along the way in kind of maybe sports-specific? Is there something inherent in sports that makes it challenging to do this yeah, kind of project? Yeah, there is. I mean, so much attention, it, it's top-heavy. So much attention is paid to the top. You know, when, you know, the NBA, the NFL, the premiership, they're all signing, you know, multi-million, billion-dollar deals, and that's where the viewership is, and, and everyone's looking in that direction and gravitating in that direction. It, 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 it can be daunting to say, well, no, I, I'm going the other way. I, I think there's, that I, I'm a bit of a contrarian. I think there's something in those hills over there where no one's looking, you know? You know, Wayne Gretzky, you know, go, go, go where the, uh, you know, go where the, go where the, go to space, go where the, uh, go, go, go against the grain, you know, so that, that's, that can be particularly daunting in sports because people look at you like you're a little crazy at times. And maybe we are. I mean, I don't think there's a great entrepreneur, not that I am, but there's a, a successful entrepreneur that has, has followed the herd. They go in a different way. And, um, and that's what I've been trying to do. And I've been doing it for a long time. We've been able to have, uh, again, a little bit of success in doing that, but we're looking to, to, to really do something that really revolutionizes and change. For the person kind of getting, that's really interested in sports, like what would you recommend, recommend them trying to get involved with your, your industry or kind of the sports industry? Like- yeah, I, I, would, I would suggest network like crazy. You know, meet people, talk to people. People will have informational interviews if you're prepared and if you approach them in a manner that, um, you know, that is smart. You know, they, people like to talk about what they do. And um, so network would be at the top of my list. Second would be, you know, understand, understand the, depending on if you want to, if you want to go into an entrepreneurial pursuit or you want to go to a big company, you know, understand the dynamics of both. You know, what, what your risk appetite is, what, what that means, who you want to work for and why. But, but most importantly, if you're passionate about sports, you know, it's a great place to work. 
but you're not there to be a fan. You're there to add value. You're there to provide, you know, to provide value to that company or to that endeavor that has given you the opportunity to do so. Fans are fantastic. It's what it's the oil that makes the engine go. But but in the office, it's 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 people with analytical skill, with big skill sets, including great writers, great great um, people with great analytical skills, people who can crunch numbers, people who are resourceful and resilient. That, uh, that that we're all looking for. Great. So as as we kind of wrap up, maybe one last question: Is there a place where, if people want to find out more about you or some of the stuff that you've been working on, is there a place that uh, you can point them? Google, <laughs> of yep. course, right? No, but uh, no, I, I would. Um, you know, we have, we have a tiny little website, uh, Root Two Digital, R O U T E, the number two digital dot com. You can see some of our background, myself and my my two terrific partners, Tracy DeForge and Paul Levy. Uh, we've been at it for a long time. We've got a great group of investors who've supported our efforts through thick or thin, and uh, we're we're anxious to uh, to get to to get to the next chapter as we think the best is uh, is just ahead of us. Thank you, Bryant, and thank you, listeners, for listening. You can find a link for Route to Digital and more information on our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and remember to follow us on Twitter at sportstechpod. Bye.